Hello and welcome to the second episode of the Talk Show Podcast. I'm your host, Olivia Thompson, TikTok user and music lover. If you listened to episode one, welcome back. The music industry has changed rapidly in the last decade, but especially in the last couple of years with the arrival of apps such as TikTok. This is the second of five episodes where we delve deep into the viral app and try to help you understand how it's evolving and how it will affect the future of the music industry. Today we'll be talking about the history of the music industry and how TikTok is changing the landscape of said industry, and we'll be looking at the phenomena of one-hit wonders fueled by TikTok stars. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Did you know that children who participate in music education have better memory, better listening skills, and greater abstract reasoning? The month of March is Music in Our Schools Month. The theme for this year is music, the sound of my heart. The focus is on teaching the elements of music to students in kindergarten through third grade. How can you help? Please consider donating a used instrument to your local school district. For more information, visit nafme.org. last week's episode, I introduced the viral app TikTok to listeners and provided a brief history of the app. I cited Lil Nas X's country trap song, Old Town Road, as the pivotal moment that changed people's perception of music on TikTok by launching a viral TikTok dance trend. The trend benefited Nas, but more importantly, the TikTok app. I finished the episode by talking about the darker side of the app, which includes bullying, abuse, and racism. Who can forget the twisted but common exploitation of black creators by white influencers in the media, such as Jimmy Fallon? If you don't know what I'm talking about, you might want to go back and listen to the first episode. We're going to build on that last episode by looking at the history of the music industry. There are many ways that the music industry has changed over time. I'm going to examine two, how artists became popular and how music delivery has changed. In terms of music delivery, Music Gateway looked at music back to the 600s. Yes, you heard that correctly. But we're going to skip ahead a couple of thousands of years, if you don't mind. Thomas Edison invented the phonograph in 1877, and over the years, it took many shapes. This led to the launch of the vinyl record by Radio Corporation of America Victor. The first vinyl record was a commercial failure, really due to the lack of affordable and reliable playback equipment. Columbia Records in 1933 was determined to solve these problems, so they introduced the 12-inch LP. This launch began a rivalry between RCA Victor and Columbia Records, which led RCA to introduce the 7-inch EP. LPs became more popular with longer recordings, and EPs became popular with shorter recordings or singles. The cassette tape was developed in Belgium in 1962 and was meant for dictation machines. The tape introduced portable audio and home recording. It was the most popular format for recorded music from the 1970s to the 1990s. In 1982, the first compact disc was co-developed by Philips and Sony. 
The disc was meant to store and play recordings. The CD became very popular, and by 2007, 200 billion of them were sold. The MP3 was invented in 1989 by a German company and became the standard for audio compression. MP3s made music files smaller without damaging the sound quality. As we hit the end of the 20th century, we get introduced to the service of Napster, which allowed users to download MP3s for free onto their computer. This created controversy, and the service was shut down due to a court order. iTunes by Apple was released in 2003, where individuals could buy songs to download onto their computer. In 2008, Spotify was created, and of course now that's a very popular website, an app in which people use to stream music. When it comes to the artist becoming popular, in the beginning, there was very little independence and control on the artist's end. That was the label's job. Artists would have to sign with a record label just to be heard on the radio. In the 1990s, according to Social Studies, an influencer marketing agency, the introduction of MP3s meant no more purchasing cassettes or CDs, but downloading more music onto services like Napster and LimeWire. This allowed consumers to take control and take money away from labels because up to this point, labels could regulate every detail of an artist's career. Now, thanks to TikTok, artists that want to become popular can just skip the label and radio altogether and post their content online. Now I'm going to be looking at how TikTok is positively influencing the music industry. TikTok is changing the music industry if you like it or not. This change is both positive and negative. The upsides of the emergence of a TikTok-oriented music industry is that it's changed the way that artists are marketing and promoting themselves and their music. It has also changed how listeners are discovering artists and songs. According to a November 2021 study done for TikTok, 67% of the app's users are more likely to seek out songs on music streaming apps after hearing them on TikTok. Global Web Index, or GWI, found that 45% of TikTokers listen to music in order to share it with friends, and 42% just do it to support their favorite artists. In a later episode, I'm going to be looking at the history of music discovery and asking family and friends how they discover music. TikTok is changing the way that artists are also marketing their songs. According to a Rolling Stones article, artists are intentionally snippeting their songs for TikTok before it releases, says Vonson Fanayai, who is rapper Flo Millie's manager. Jacob Pace, CEO of Flighthouse Media Company, agrees and says if all goes well, by the time the artist pushes his or her song onto streaming platforms, there will already be a buildup and a viral dance to accompany it. The article mentions that many new fans end up streaming the song after checking out the snippet of the dance on TikTok and consumers will listen to a song based on how viral it is. Unlike the radio, users can discover songs they've never heard of by simply opening up the app. And for artists, they have a free, easy guarantee that they can go viral. Another positive is that the music industry is experiencing the highest music revenue numbers since the late 90s. According to the Recording Industry Association of America, or RIAA for short, the music industry is seeing an increase in sales for the fifth straight year, and in 2020, those sales numbers were anywhere from $12.2 to $23.1 billion. 1998 was the peak year in the 90s where music sales were highest at $14.6 billion for all formats. 
In the last couple of years, album sales have been declining, and TikTok has sparked the age of the single release. According to Felix Richter of Statistica, album sales dropped to 102 million units in 2020. No surprise that those sales were down from 507 units in 2007. What happened? The internet. While sales are declining, music consumption is rising all thanks to music streaming services. Richter points out that streaming services pay artists per stream, so songs are becoming shorter, therefore catering to listeners' short attention spans. In the past, artists had to rely on labels' resources and network to get their name out. Musicians Institute College of Contemporary Music adds that you can upload your single song on TikTok and bypass all radio stations. A Rolling Stones article titled Album Sales Are Dying As Fast As Streaming Services Are Rising mentions that in 2018, 77% of music listened was through services like Spotify and Apple Music, while 17% was through albums. What I'm trying to say in all of this is that thanks to TikTok and the internet, really, Albums will soon be a thing of the past. Personally, you know, I don't feel the need to go out and buy an album. If one song on an album is good enough to become a viral hit, that automatically puts it on a tier above all of the rest of the songs on the album. And I'm not saying that the other songs are necessarily bad. They just don't live up to the viral hype of that hit. I would rather get a viral hit song for free then buy a full album with only one good song. At the end of the day, TikTok killed the album star. And that's not a bad thing. Streaming and singles are definitely the future of the music industry. While there are many upsides, one of the most important downsides is that some artists are creating music with the intention of going viral on TikTok. YouTuber Alpha Media, aka Harrison Renshaw, says that artists are putting out songs with dances and catchy beats. Justin Bieber's Yummy and Drake's Tusi Slide, both released in early 2020, are examples of this. Labels are also hearing what songs are going viral to find the next hit song. In a CORQ article, mentioned that Justin Bieber joined the platform on the day that his song Yummy was released and uploaded a compilation video of different celebrities dancing to his new song. On a now-deleted Instagram post, he instructed fans by telling them how to get Yummy to number one. Everyone's favorite Canadian rapper Drake also recruited Instagram choreographer Tusi and friends Io and Tio to create a new routine three days prior to Tusi Slide's release. Adele sat down with Apple Music's Zane Lowe for a pre-album chat last October. In the interview, Adele expressed her disinterest in making TikTok music. They're like, you know, we, we've really got to make sure these 14-year-olds know who you are. And I'm like, but they've all got mums. They've all got mums. And I, I've, they've definitely been growing up listening to my music, these 14-year-olds and stuff oh, like right. that. But it was like, if everyone's making music for the TikTok, who's making the music for my generation? Who's making the music for my peers? I will do that job, gladly. I'd rather cater to people that have, like, are on my level in terms of like the amount of time we've spent on earth and all the things we've been through. Jasmine Zaid, a YouTuber and a junior music business management student at Berkeley College of Music, calls it TikTok-oriented music, and that categorizes as any song with beat drop slash dance or current slang. Zade also states that artists will drop music with the intention of becoming trends. She provides examples of songs such as I Understood the Assignment by Tay Money, 
and Tap In by Sweetie. The music industry growth that I previously mentioned as a positive might have a small downside. Alpha Media says that the growth should tell you that music labels are getting better at commercialization and at selling you a product which in this case is a song. Labels are getting better at knowing what the listener wants to hear, which is mainly a catchy viral song with relatable lyrics. If we go back to what I mentioned in the first episode about TikTok being able to very easily pick up on hidden emotions and interests, that can actually directly relate to the success of artists on TikTok. If an artist has more relatable lyrics, then it will be more likely to be rewatched and shared between people with common interests, therefore boosting its popularity. Now that we're talking about music labels, writing and producing songs that want to go viral, it's very clear to me just by looking at the app and just, you know, writing these scripts is that it's a never-ending cycle of assessment and production on their part. They just want to go through, assess, and then put out things. Assess, put out. Lastly, Matthew Seaman of Roar News and Grace Lundquist of John Brown University make the point that TikTok songs don't gain popularity by having inspiring lyrics or creativity, but they gain popularity by how they aid influencers in going viral. Seaman states that songs aren't gaining popularity due to an artist's vision, style, or lyrics, but rather in the way they aid TikTok creators in going viral. A piece of music with a message is unfortunately less favorable than a brief, catchy hook. Lundquist adds on saying that songs that are created for TikTok lack the creativity typically required of songwriters to keep listeners interested for the entirety of the song. Before TikTok, the artists would have to be creative with lyrics, composition, harmonies, and endings to make a pop hit. Now all artists need is 15 seconds to please the ear. We'll be right back after this short break. Do you sing in the shower? If you aren't a good singer but still listen to music, there are many benefits. Listening to music can help manage and reduce both stress and pain. In a 2020 AARP Music and Brain Health Survey, a survey of adults found that listening to music had a small positive impact on mental well-being, depression, and anxiety. So sing your heart out in the shower. Your brain will thank you later. Having a song with a catchy beat on TikTok can only mean one thing. This phrase has been around forever, and when I think of it, I think of songs like Aha's Take On Me and Come On Eileen by the Dexie Midnight Runners. I don't automatically think of music from this century. With the popularity of TikTok, the one-hit wonders have taken on a new meaning. As we know by now, TikTok is a 15-second video sharing app. So with this, when something goes viral, you are bound to hear the same 15 seconds over hundreds of times. In a Study Breaks article, Tanisha Batt, a sophomore Boston College student majoring in general studies, TikTok has shifted from being a place where artists make their big break to fostering an environment of one-hit wonders whose sole purpose is to accompany a viral trend. She gives an example of the famous rapper Roddy Rich who had a song called The Box, which went viral and topped Spotify in both 2019 and 2020. Box author Charlie Harding is also co-host of a pop music podcast called Switched on Pop. He calls on another one-hit wonder artist, Trevor Daniel, who back in 2018 released Falling. Two years later, the song jumped into the Billboard Hot 100 at number 17 
all thanks to a TikTok trend. Daniel tried to follow up by collaborating with Selena Gomez, but history could not be replicated with that song. Alpha Media argues that while people add music they've heard on the app to their playlists, they've only listened to 15 seconds of a full three-minute song. He adds that this is not the best way to build an emotional connection with listeners. People will associate your song with that specific trend or TikTok dance, and listeners will also only associate the artist as that one that made that TikTok song. MRC data found that 72% of users associated certain songs with TikTok. With people's short attention spans, there's a constant revolving door of new popular music. According to the global music industry news site Music Business Worldwide, 60,000 songs were uploaded every day on Spotify last year. And with that, we conclude our second episode. Next week, we will be looking at five different trends and the songs used as background on these trends. We'll finish off by examining how, through TikTok, younger generations are discovering classic songs and artists. I'm your host, Olivia Thompson, and this is the Talk Show Podcast. Information used in this podcast was provided by the following sources. Rolling Stone Magazine, MusicGateway.com, StudyBreaks.com, Vox, Roar News, John Brown University, Music Business Worldwide, Statistica, Musicians Institute College of Contemporary Music, YouTube, TikTok, and Alpha Media.